I have a love for the military. The military made me who I am. I was part of the 193rd Infantry. The air traffic controller, 15 Quebec. Area door gun, creature, black hawks. I decided to join the infantry. When I went to the recruiter station, I was like, what do you want to do? I said, I want to jump out of planes. I was in with a lot of people, same age, same rank, and the only edge I had on them is I wasn't afraid to become violent. Down range, it was bad. We knew we were going out to war every single time. And they were monsters. I remember looking to my left and I saw my brother. I'm like, damn, this is a dream. Please tell me it's a dream. And then I saw him crying and I saw my mom crying. I saw my dad cry, of course, my sister. And then I went to do one of these. And everything just went to hell for me after that. I realized that there was no muscle there. There was nothing there. I couldn't even do this to get up anymore. About 10 years ago, it seemed that veterans started slowly disclosing to me that they were using marijuana um, to try to treat a variety of symptoms, not just PTSD, but a whole bunch of things. Cannabis helps me tremendously with my, my anger management, specifically. It's great for pain, it's great for anxiety, it helps me sleep through the night. It gave me my way of life back. PTSD is such a complex syndrome. It's got all these different um, target symptoms, and we treat each symptom with a different prescription medicine. For cannabis, I would go into crowds and instantly I would be looking for the threats. You know, where's the biggest guy? It made me want to do all the things that I, I no longer felt like doing when I was on the pills. You know, I'm trained in a really conservative medical environment where you don't covet any meds unless they're put through the FDA drug development process. These guys are over-medicated, way over-medicated, and to the point where they're walking zombies. They had me on so much stuff that it just entered my life. Here, take this, antidepressant. Here, take this, antipsychotic. The veterans call it, I think, combat cocktail because yeah. they, you know, come back and they're just put through the gauntlet of all these different FDA-approved meds. I took everything. Effexor. Trazodone. Prozac. Lyrica. Amitriptyline. Vicodin. Zoloft. Hydrocodone. Ambien. Oxycodone. Abilify. Depricote. Xanax. Fluoxetine. Quetiapine. Percocets. Relaxin. Morphine. Naproxen. And it wasn't working, so they kept on increasing the dosage. I was on 200, 300 milligrams over the recommended dosages of these psych meds, plus sleep medication, all these meds. I mean, I was a walking zombie. I'm very happy to say that I don't take any of them now. So the notion that they were using cannabis as monotherapy, as a single intervention, and many of these vets were reporting that they were able to walk away from all of the prescription meds I, I was offering them. Um, it was fascinating, but it was also really, um, you know, highly uh, demoralizing. 
Weed for Warriors project is a veteran group really just helping them learn about cannabis, that it's not just some recreational drug. This is actually something that's medically helping people and really opening up veterans to receive help. A lot of my guys are killing themselves thinking there's no outlet, there's no help. Yes, there is. I found it. I'm just here to tell everybody else. We're here today at the Santa Monica Pier. We're launching our cannonball run. We're leaving from LA. We're going to Las Vegas. From Las Vegas, we are going to Denver. From Denver to Phoenix. Phoenix to Nashville. Nashville to Atlanta, Georgia. From Atlanta, Georgia, we'll be shooting up to Philadelphia. And finally, we arrive in Washington, D.C. on November 11th. In D.C., we'll be there on Veterans Day, where we plan on marching from Benjamin Franklin Park past the VA. We will be dumping out empty pill bottles that we'll collect on our journey to highlight the suicide epidemic and the over-medication of our veterans. We want the right for any veteran in this country to access cannabis for his disability. That is a right we earn, and it's a human right, and it is a civil right, and we demand access now. To the President, to the Congress, please stop a war on a plant. It is a disaster. So thank you, let's walk and raise awareness for this campaign. I walk to motivate the people that are ready to hang themselves. We are our brothers and sisters keepers. The veterans are. We need to stand up across this nation and put an end to veteran suicide and the over-medication of our veterans. And I'm here to raise that awareness and I'm here to be that voice for my guys, for my brothers, my sisters, to make sure that they're not trying to commit suicide on a daily basis. I'm here for them, I'm here for you, I'm here for everybody. We for Warriors is going to continue to march on the White House every year until the veteran suicide epidemic is down to zero. And that's a promise. I hit the ground running when I'm invading your country. It's still with honor and discipline. Throw my guns like honey. What's up guys, Sergeant G here from the Stone Vet USMC I'm super excited to be here with you guys, man I, I, Like I said, this is a great opportunity for me every week When I'm able to bring on brothers or sisters to the show To guess what? Talk about advocating for the med medicinal cannabis, dude It's not even just cannabis itself It's plant-based medicine that I keep talking to you guys about every week, right? You guys are like, Sergeant G always talking about plant-based medicine Plant-based medicine you guys understand why, right? So in Oklahoma, I just found out that we have the highest suicide rate in the country right now. We're averaging about 27 veterans a day here in Oklahoma alone. And that's not counting the 35 veterans we're losing to opioid addiction every freaking day. It's a lot of people dying every day. A lot of our brothers and sisters taking their own lives every single day. And for me, like I tell you guys, it's about getting up there and advocating, becoming an activist in your community where you're at, right? Every state has, a different, has different ways to get stuff put on a ballot. Right. Oklahoma has a certain way. Texas, Arizona, California. Everybody has a certain way to get stuff put on a ballot to, to say, hey, let's vote. Let's get votes. Right. Because everything comes to a vote. Everybody has to come to a vote. And this is one of the great things that I'm able to do with this platform. Right. Because of you guys, you guys know it. Right. If you guys are watching YouTube, you see that beautiful gold Thor Warhammer. Right. Saying that I am the number one Marine Corps podcast in the entire world. Nobody else has this award but me. But I can't do that without you guys getting out there and voting, right? Right now, I've been nominated over at Chronic Palooza 4 here in Oklahoma, the largest cannabis event probably in the country, honestly. Carrie Lawrence is out there. She's got an amazing event coming on. I think she's expecting like 130 to 160,000 people this year to come out to this event here in Oklahoma. 
Why? Because they're all love cannabis. They all advocate for the medicinal plant saying how it's changed their life on a regular basis, man. But because of you, I couldn't have won this, right? And guess what? Podcast awards are coming up again this year in October. I'll get with you guys and I'll let you know when, it, when it's time to start voting. You can actually go to chronicpalooza.com right now. And if you look under community, you will actually find the stone vet under live podcast. Get out there and vote for me. Let's bring in another award, right? Because who else in the veteran community is doing what I'm doing? Talking about medicinal benefits of cannabis, psilocybin, and all the natural remedies that are out there right now on this platform the way I am. Bringing on guests on a regular basis, on a weekly basis. You guys are getting me four times a week. Let's do this. Let's continue growing this. Like I tell you guys, I want, we're going to be bigger than Joe Rogan. We'll be bigger than Mike Tyson because they're going to see all of our ugly faces like, hey, we did it. We finally did it, right? I want to give a huge shout out to my sponsor, Rafa 180. Like I tell you guys every week, Rafa 180 provides the best medicinal grade CBD on the market, hands down. If you guys can't use cannabis, what better alternative than CBD to actually use it? A lot of people try to use CBD. They say it didn't work for me. It didn't work for me. It's like I tell you guys every week. CBD is the same as opioids, right? The difference is it's a natural remedy. You have to ensure that you're getting the proper dosing. If you take too much, it won't work. You take too little, it doesn't work. You have to get a fine balance. And what I love about my sponsor, Rafa 180, they'll actually sit down with you and see what exactly you're needing CBD for and actually get you the right dosage you need in order to get the remedies, to find to find the proper remedy to help treat what you're dealing with, whether it's pain, anxiety, depression, whatever the case may be. But go check out Rafa180.com. That's Romeo Alpha Papa Hotel Alpha180.com. And when you check out with the Stone Vet USMC, you get 15% off your entire purchase, man. I'm super excited this week, dude. Super excited. I got more activists coming on the show helping advocate. These guys are freaking out there on a regular basis fighting legislation. Not only at their level, at the local level, but at the federal level on a daily basis, right? Fighting for federal legalization of medicinal cannabis, helping the veteran community, man. I got here some of the people. So so Rico here, Rico just stepped out of the shot here. But Rico here is part of the Veteran Action Council. If you remember about a year ago, I had Rico come on the show talking about the amazing things he's done over with the Veteran Action Council. And I just came to find out, find out that he had a brother here, Robert. Robert here is with, with Weed for Warriors Project. How you doing today, Robert? <laughs> doing well yourself. I'm doing good, brother. I'm doing good. I'm super excited. I get I get to have you guys here talking about the amazing things you're doing in our veteran community, especially with the, the Weed for Warrior project, man, right here. Rico's back in the shot now. What's up, Rico? How you doing? <laughs> I'm fucking better. See that steam? They ain't nothing worse than fucking cold-ass coffee, except maybe prohibition, man. This is bullshit. Heat up your fucking mug. Anyway, no, I'm good. You see, you like our mug? I love it, dude. Pop, but it says federal patients federally fucked. <laughs> Statement. No, I love it. I love it, bro. I love what you guys are doing. Like I, like I was just saying, though, I had you on the show, what, about a year ago, right, with the Veteran Action Council, right? Yeah. And now you're back with We For Warriors Project. And yeah, these are the amazing things that I'm telling the people about. I was like, dude, these guys are straight, straight advocates for medicinal cannabis, right? Been that way. Right. I mean, first I advocate for myself, you know what I mean? Like I didn't, I didn't look to get into advocacy. I didn't look to get into politics. I don't think anybody sane looks into getting into politics. <laughs> right. Narcissists and some of the sociopath type personalities out there. Um, but 
I was on campus at the university for myself uh, and cannabis was really the only the only thing that helped me sleep. And then once I was rested, get up, get to class, focus on my work. And um, over the course of years, uh, just kind of really knowing that it's working for me, but not being able to talk. Um, right. Watching what it was doing for other people. And uh, Dr. Sisley was starting her research on campus or trying to go through her research on campus where I was at. So following along with her work and then finally got an opportunity to work with her. Um, and then she got fired. No, absolutely. That, that's how I became an advocate. You know what I mean? It's just because I had to. Like, it wasn't right. I was there. I was in a position to say something about it at least. So that's what I did. And it just over 10 years, like here I am now just talking shit is really how it started. Like, like, that's not cool. What'd you do? Why'd you do that? And then right. it just led from there, like me having to educate myself on this issue, who's on the field, et cetera, et cetera. No, absolutely, brother. And Sue Sisley, she's she's freaking amazing. I want to bring her on the show. I want to reach out to her and bring her on sure. the show as well. She just has she was just hanging out with David Bass this past week this past week or so. Oh. Hanging out with David Bass down in Texas. Shout you guys know Texas. what you right. You know amazing thing David Bass is doing out there mm -hmm. in Texas. I just had him on the show. I just had him on the show last week and so I was like, he's part. He's part of us, dude. He, yeah. It's a vet, it's a veteran movement, right? It's like it's like they're saying it's a revolution. We're starting a revolution. Like we are getting out there, and we have to. We have to get out there, and we have to have our voices heard, right? Us as veterans, we don't like being quiet. You guys know that. Being a vet, we don't like to be quiet. We like to. Well, if we're quiet, we're sitting back observing, seeing what's going on, so we know where to attack it from, right? To see where where is our where's our angle? What angle can we come at them with, right? And so that's one of the amazing things. I mean, especially I mean, with this now with this Weed for Warriors project, why don't you guys tell tell the audience a little bit about the Weed for Warrior project, Robert? Uh, Rico's better situated to answer that question, but Weed for <laughs> Warrior Project's uh, a brand. It's an organization that started back in 2014 to really spearhead the veteran movement in the cannabis space uh, as like a demand for access. So Rico was there at the beginning. So like I said, he's better to speak on it than I am. So we for Warrior Project. So you've been doing this so since 2014, dude. That's that's been a while. Well, no. So I came on around 2015. After so, I originally started working with Dr. Sisley in 2013 here at the University of Arizona through our our fellowship with the Flynn Brown Arizona Center for Civic Leadership. And um, shortly thereafter, she was fired. So that threw me into the deep end right away. And through that work, then I went to uh, the Denver Cannabis Cup in April of 2015. And that's where I met Kevin Richardson in person and some of the other cats from the project, from the brand. And um, he asked me shortly thereafter to come on as his vice president, which I did for about a year <laughs> and um, really helped gain momentum and get eyes on to the work that he was doing there in California and spread it nationally, start the flames nationally. And um, after that year, I, I broke off, pivoted, was doing some growing for a couple years and uh, getting active here locally and then trying to figure out this federal situation. Um, sometimes it's better to work when you don't have eyes on you, right? right. 
And so um, that's what I was doing here, just trying to figure out what was going on, who was on the field again. Uh, then over the pandemic, Robert and I got together and um, just had a couple conversations, put a post out and the Veterans Action Council was formed. It wasn't even, it wasn't named at first. It was just like, hey, where are we all at? Um, <laughs> now that we're like, we don't have anywhere to go, let's get active. Let's, let's get our issues down on paper and then let's do something. And so that work then lasted for about a year and a half, compiling all the different things that people were saying from across the country, getting research, getting evidence to back our position and whatever, having meetings. And now it's really about putting the, uh, the application process to the theory. So getting no, absolutely. I mean, because what, what you do. Degrees. Yeah, because I've been following you guys for, for, for a couple of years now, and what you guys are doing is freaking phenomenal for the veteran community. I mean, in regards to, your, you know, the green paper that you guys have created and submitted to the Veteran Health Administration, as well as your your Safe Harbor Act bill that you guys are trying – how, how is that going? Now, to be Harbor? clear, I don't support the Safe Harbor Act, and I left because people on the council signed us up as sponsoring the Safe Harbor Act, and oh, it okay. wasn't put to a vote. It wasn't talked about as a group. It was done by a couple members who were doing their own thing and trying to okay. line up a position for them. And it didn't have shit to do with the community. Okay. And so from day one, our position is and was that the Safe Harbor Act is bullshit, to yeah. be honest. Right? The United States is our safe harbor. Right. All right. The VA is responsible for our cares, patients, federal Absolutely. patients through the VA. Absolutely. And so when I found out that a couple members of the VAC had signed us up onto the Safe Harbor Act, I immediately quit as their secretary, keeping all the notes and all the minutes and stuff. I haven't been to a meeting since then, since October something. And then I let the people that we were working with in Senator Schatz's office know why I was leaving. I also let the people in Senator Mark Kelly's office know why I was leaving. All right. right. And then immediately thereafter, I got a call from Sean unprompted saying that he could use some help with the project. And I agreed because okay. this is important work. Right. right. And then immediately gotcha. thereafter, Robert and I published the broadside from the, okay. bro from the Weed for Warrior project. And that's our position on the safe harbor act and okay. if if when you post this video you want to post that broadside i'd appreciate it because that's our position on the safe harbor act that's our position on this issue and then we followed it up with what we called the field report and based yeah. off the suggestions and recommendations of professor noam chomsky and professor marv waterstone here at the university of arizona we focused down what we had produced in the green paper into a veteran-centric document that drilled down and focused on our issues exclusively and specifically because that's our strongest hand. Right. And so that field report is what is this, came from the suggestion, the recommendation of Professor Chomsky and Professor Waterstone. And so I would also appreciate if you include on this link that field report so that individuals no absolutely yeah i'll, I'll ensure I'll, 
who to contact and what the real-time information is going on on the Hill can read that and take direct action. We have listed the veterans who are in the House and the Senate. It needs to be updated. Mr. Don Young from Alaska has since died since we published that. Um, there's some other adjustments that need to be made, but it has their DC contact office. It also has the websites to their, their, um, their congressional websites so that you can find their local offices if they're your representative, et cetera. It's a useful document that I hope people pay attention to and then use. No, absolutely, brother. And like I said, you guys already know in the description box, wherever you guys are listening to this, uh, I'll have all that information linked into the description box. So it'd be hyperlinked. So all you got to do is click it. It's going to pull up the field report in regards to what they're doing. Like I say, guys, Rico and Robert here, these guys are not just out there knocking on doors. They actually are doing research and creating documentation showing the, the research that has been done and what's required and what's going on. I mean, right now, the frustration for me, right, is that this bill isn't on the floor yet for federal legalization. The, the, this bill for cannabis is not on the floor. And it, it is super frustrating for me because two years ago, the House passed and said, yes, let's go. Let's move it to the Senate. Now, the Senate has been holding on to it for two years now. And we still there's nothing been put on the floor yet. And it's super frustrating. And somebody for me who's a federal employee who can't smoke cannabis. Right. And you guys already know the whole situation I had. Right. They put me in for a top secret clearance. I told them, yeah, I smoke weed. And then they took my clearance away and put me on probation for two years. You know, they took my clearance away and my probation will be up this November. And I already told them when I'm off probation, put me down for leave for the rest of the week. So I'm going to be doing the same thing Rico's doing right there. I'm going to roll a fat fucking blunt. And I'm going to go smoke me a fat fucking blunt because I'm not in a drug testing position. You know, and I'm hoping by this year that they put it on the floor. The things that I've been reading, you know, Rico, I'll, be, I'll follow marijuana moment and I'll follow some of the articles that are out there that are in that are in D.C. Right. Because you're saying that's where you guys are at. You guys are talking with Senate in D.C. Like, dude, what's going on? Let me show you this field report that I've, I've done that I've, that's been conducted by my team. Let me show you why this is important, man. And like yesterday when I went to the Capitol and I talked with my senators in my state. I always tell people, get out there and advocate, advocate, advocate. What does it look like if I'm not out there advocating, right? It makes me look like a hypocrite if I'm not out there doing it myself. Like I said, I was out there fighting for a, med for a medical research bill for psilocybin here in the state of Oklahoma. Right now, I think they have, they're, they're, they're expecting 23 universities to do this here in Oklahoma. They've already got three ready to go this year. They're ready to go this year. And then they expect the rest to come on in year two of this thing. And so I was out there. And like, I, let me tell you guys. These senators, if you're a veteran, they want to hear from you. Well, why? It's election year. It's election year. They want to hear your voice. If you're a vet in an area in an area that doesn't have cannabis legalized, you need to go sit down and tell them and say, what is it that I need to do? You need to go sit down with legislation in your state and say, what do we need to do in order to get this on a, on a bill? How do we get this on a bill so that I know what I need to do so I can gather more veterans? Because I guarantee you, you're not alone in your state. You are not alone in your state. Like I said, every every Thursday I've been going through and, and looking up. So there's 37 states in the U.S. that has cannabis, either recreational or medicinal use. And so every Thursday I'm doing a live with Vet Radio Syndicate talking about different states. Last week I talked about Iowa. Iowa doesn't have a medical marijuana law. They say they do. But if you read into it, it's not a medical marijuana law. It's something they're doing to pacify the, 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 the citizens of Iowa. That's all it is. They can't have flour. 
they're getting vape cartridges from who knows where. And I think they're allowed to have pills and oils is all they're allowed to have. And I'm like, this is not medical marijuana. You know, Louisiana just had something come out. I think they said they have nine dis- nine dispensaries and two growers or some sh- some shit like that. And I'm like, what the? And then they only have two strains of weed. I was like, how is? I was like, like telling somebody who's on anti anxiety medication, say, hey, doctor, I need to refill my medication. Well, we don't have those anymore. These are the only two you got. You can only use these two. Well, I've tried them and they don't work. Well, that's all you got. And I said, this is the bullshit that's, that, this is what's wrong with cannabis in our country. It's all political. It's all who who gets political advantage over it. And like I said, right now it's all local, dude. We're fighting for federal legalization. Weed for Warrior Project. These guys are, are fighting for federal legalization. They're ensuring that they provide the proper research documentation to the Senate, to the House, to let them know, hey, look, these are the field studies. These are the field reports that we've done, and this is what we're finding me i'm like what is taking so long why is this shit still not not on the floor yet you know and so so with you rico go ahead rico tell people why it's not on the floor yet we would like to give a huge thanks to rafa 180 rafa 180 offers pure medicinal cbd and products made locally they walk alongside individuals to achieve a healthy lifestyle with options needed by each person. You can learn more about them on Facebook at Rafa CBD, their website www.rafa180.com or email at rafacbd at gmail.com. They truly believe your journey matters. Well, it goes back further than just the Safe Harbor Act. Again, it goes back the initial... Uh, legislation that I saw specifically dealing with veterans was around 2015. Right. And um, it keeps getting stricken out. There's, there's bipartisan effort at play here. Yep. And uh, it keeps getting removed and no explanations are provided. Uh, Nobody really goes around digging to find out why (laughs) it's just the truth. Uh, But we are continuing to corner these people with the truth right and our lived experiences right but the weed for warrior project the federal stuff for them is a recent shift the weed for warrior project is a boots on the ground organization the weed for warrior project is a social justice lifestyle brand and talking about getting out there getting on the streets uh, sean kiernan our ceo is out there doing compassion drops with Mark Carrillo, our COO, right? On a regular basis. These cats are driving up and down California and other states and traveling here and there and whatnot on behalf of their brothers and sisters that are suffering, that need access. And through very uh, helpful, compassionate, and... um, meaningful partnerships they're able to provide these supply drops through legislation that was sponsored and um pushed by patients in california who were left out of the cannabis market especially the medicinal cannabis side through local control zones where um they were in deserts essentially without medicine and uh they really helped to spearhead that change in California. And we hope it's something that can be used as a model 
across the country when we start to implement these harm reduction models through this new veteran service organization model that we are providing. Um, We've already put it down on paper for these legislators to do what they will with it. Hopefully the right thing is what they do with it, but it's their burden now to carry. This truth is their burden now to carry. We know the truth and our job as our brothers and sisters keeper is to share that truth and disseminate it and to provide access to something that truly is a better alternative than these pharmaceuticals and shit. No, absolutely. Absolutely, brother. And that's one of the biggest things, right? That's one of the biggest things that we try to we try to tell people, right? We, we're trying to like, 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 like. That's my biggest movement right now with this podcast is is creating more advocates out there, saying, "Hey, dude, this has helped me tremendously. This cannabis has helped me. It's changed my life. It's allowed me to live of a somewhat normal normal life. You know what I'm saying? And for people to be like, dude, this is. Let me tell you how this has changed my life. Like, I can function in society right now. Like, I can actually smoke a blunt and be able to go out in society and function and not be high strung or high wired or whatever the case may be and a lot of people are scared a lot of people are like how do i get in contact with congress how do i talk to them how do i how do i get out and just go and speak with them and stuff right and i mean that's a true concern that a lot of people have you know and this is one of the things i tell people i just did it they want to hear you congress wants to hear you why it's election year it's election year and they, they need your votes they're going to need your votes in order to to hold their seat of where they're at right and if they're not for the veteran community, you'll know real fast. And you'd be like, and you just spread the word to the rest of your veteran community. Be like, I went and spoke with this with this individual today. And this, guess what? They didn't want to hear two words from me. I went to go speak uh, in regards to whatever. And he didn't, want, he didn't have time or day for me to come out here and speak to me. And so this is one of the things, guys, that you guys have to get out there. You have to stand up for what you believe in and what you want to fight for, right? I mean, like here, you got Robert and you got Rico here, dude. These guys are advocates for cannabis in the veteran community. Because right now, that's our thing is the veteran community, right? We guys have seen what Canada is doing, right? I got a brother. That's a Can- he's a Canadian Army. He's in the Canadian Army Infantry. And his VA provides him cannabis on a weekly basis. And they reimburse him on a weekly basis, dude. And this is the same shit we need here in America, in the greatest country on earth. Why do we not have something like that? You know, <laughs> why do we not have something to where our own VA can help us? Right. That's why the jokes always come out. The VA giving the veteran another opportunity to die for his country, guys. Well, Brian Talley. Man, we're not we're not the greatest <laughs> country on the earth. That's a that's an absurdly egotistical and arrogant <laughs> statement to make. First of all, there's other countries out there. Um, there's other people and other cultures out there that deserve respect, that deserve acknowledgement, and they're due. And it's not just Canada to identify our allied nations. It's Israel. It's Australia. You know, it's it's other countries out there that are providing cannabis to their veterans. Yeah. They're doing really good work, right? Shout out to Aaron Victory, uh, Fabian, and... Nahum in Israel and our friend Frosty and Derek and all the peeps that are putting it down right. and, and really spreading this because it's it's not just about our country. And we really need to get the fuck away from that self-centered bullshit because it's taking us down and it's clouding our vision. And if we can't be honest about our history and what it is that we've been doing, there's nothing great 
about what it is that we've been doing here in our country with respect to cannabis prohibition and the way we've been treating our citizens. There's nothing great about leading the world and incarcerating our own citizens for a nonviolent offense using God's given herb. There's nothing great about that. There's nothing great about going and disturbing other countries in our failed war on drugs that just keeps proliferating violence, extremism, abuse, pain, suffering. There's nothing great about that. There's nothing great about our political system that keeps this fuckery going to profit, to profit people that are making money off of people dying and suffering. That's bullshit. We're not great for that. We are shameful for that. We, as soldiers, as troops, should be ashamed of that shit when people thank us for their freedom. We should tell them that that's a personal thing. And no longer do you get to fucking put your responsibility as a citizen off on me. Fuck you. Fuck you. Where's your freedom at? Because it's not coming from me, motherfucker. It's not. I'm fighting for my right to use this shit. And I'm using it anyway. You want to lock me fucking up? Okay. Okay, do it. No, absolutely. But then, and this is, but then this is why we do it. But then acknowledge that's where your ideals are. That's where your truth is. That's how your shit should be represented. And it has nothing to do with freedom. It has nothing to do with freedom of choice. It has no, everything absolutely. to do with fucking authority. And no, and this is what we're fighting for, right? This is what this is why we're supposed to stand up, and this is why we are supposed to fight for the for this sure. stuff, right? Because similar with the with the incarceration rate for cannabis, right? For, for 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 small amounts of cannabis, and these guys are serving more time than than the pedophiles and the rapists and everybody else that are out there, right? And this is one of the things that that we are standing up and we are advocating for, and we are making. This is why we come together as a veteran community and say, "Hey, this is bullshit." Like I said, Clary Lawrence over with the Chronic Palooza, the, the creator of Chronic Palooza, that's one of the biggest things that she's fighting for is is the incarceration rate, right? So she she's actually bringing on the nonprofit It Stops Here. It's for the children who have parents who have been incarcerated because of the of cannabis. And she like I like she said, she's like, This is bullshit. And so this is why we stand up. Like you said, we don't we don't we don't look into getting a political stance on anything, right? We don't look at getting on a political stance for anything. And the biggest thing is that Where's your stance? Where are you going to stand in regards to cannabis? Are you going to stand for the people who have been incarcerated for 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 having possession of cannabis? There's a way you can go to do that, to fight for that, right? I mean, look at look at Weldon. I, I know you guys have probably heard of Weldon. Weldon fucking he was in jail. he was locked up for bullshit. He's out now, and guess what? He started his own nonprofit to help with the incarceration rate for people who have been incarcerated for small amounts of cannabis for any cannabis possession you know shout out to weldon for that hope act and yeah sponsored co-sponsored by representative joyce who've been we've been working with for over a year now and alexandria ocasio cortez um it's much needed reform right absolutely but, but that being said it doesn't address the military community the hope act that they're putting forward the clemency that they're suggesting and the the correcting of the wrongs has nothing to do with veterans of the military community we still fall under ucmj right we, we still fall under federal shit so right. even though our citizen brothers and sisters would absolutely be benefited by that and i think it should pass for that right. reason alone we can't 
lose sight of the fact that veterans are still federally fucked. Yeah, no, we are. And that's this is why we're fighting, right? This is why I always talk about on a weekly basis, federal legalization. I'm on I'm online constantly Googling and searching, right? Like what is taking so long? Why is this bill not passed? Because honestly, like I said, tell you guys before, it's all political. It's a political stance. The senators want to know how can they get paid for this plan? How can they get paid? Are they federally legalize it? How can they get how they how can they get their two cents out of it? Right? Because like I said, these guys that sit in office, they they make a they make an annual salary of one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. You tell me why they're clearing twenty plus million dollars a year while being a senator of the of this country? Right? They have that's their salary. It's one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year to be a senator. Right. And whenever you look at their numbers and they're like, oh, he just cleared 20 million dollars this year. How? What are you doing? Why? It's all about the lobbyists. It's all about playing the game and it's a political game and it sucks. But that's what we have to do as veterans is understand how the political game is being played and how we can ensure that we can play it to our advantage, because that's all they're doing is playing it to their advantage, man. And so but brother, we get close to the end of the show, man. We got about. Let's see here. The timer's telling me six minutes, man. What do you guys want to tell to the veteran community, our brothers and sisters? How can they get involved? How can they get how they how can they get involved with what your mission is? And how can they get involved in regards of helping grow this movement that we have going on right now? So we're on all social media platforms. Um, we we have a website up. It's uh pretty nice uh, we're still working on and developing uh so you can see some of our new swag um again fo follow the reports that we've been pushing out uh that helps get you in contact with congressional leaders so that we can address this federal issue as federal individuals and um we'd like to tell people to show up if you, if you see there's a meeting, if you see there's a city council meeting, if you see that there's a legislative hearing, show up, listen in. You never know who's going to be there. You never know what's going to be talked about. You just might find your lane and your niche that you can jump right into and feel comfortable with. And it also helps bring us together as a community so that you re realize that there's more of us out there that are still fighting that fight, that are working on that same issue. And it's a little easier to co collaborate that way. Absolutely. I would, I would just uh, add to that to uh, look us up on IG, the Weed for Warrior Project. Uh, you'll find our compassion drop locations and stuff on there. If you're in those areas in California, please come and check us out. You have to have uh, proof of military service and your medical card. But um, the supply compassion drops are free to the veterans that show up to bags. <laughs> so follow us and, and see where that's at. There's in San Diego, San Francisco, all up and down California. That's freaking phenomenal. What you guys are doing for weed for warrior project. This is definitely something that we need to be doing, right? The government's not going to help us, right? The government's not going to help us. They're not going to do it. It's only going to be us that help each other grow, right? Help each other find help that we need, right? Because that's one of the biggest things we struggle with on a daily basis, right? We worry about how we're going to pay the bills, how we, you know, our anxiety, our depression, our freaking PTS, everything that we endured while serving our country, right? Now we're trying to figure out how do we live this life today with all this crap that we deal with that goes on in our heads on a daily basis, right? We're all struggling. 
We all struggle. We all have our struggles every single day. But when you get when you become a part of a or of a group of an organization such as Weed for Warrior Project, you know, I can tell you guys come over to Stone Vet, come hang out with me and my party and my crew, right? I've got people asking me, they're like, How do I find other veterans that are for cannabis? I said, That's not hard. That's the easy part. That's the easy part because 90% of veterans are for cannabis. You got those those twos and threes that are kind of like, eh, no, no, no. But some of those guys don't struggle the way we struggle, right? I say, like I tell people every week, man, I said, as serving our military, we became uh, emotionally distressed. We have no more emotional connection anymore. And that's one of the things we're trying to learn how to regrow, right? We suck at keeping relationships with our friends, with our family, with our spouses, with our kids. That's one of the biggest things we struggle with is, is, is emotions to keep there with them, right? I struggle every day. I'm struggling every day. And this is one thing I'm learning how to grow back. I can't use cannabis, so I'm using psilocybin, which has shown phenomenal results with, with, with mind health, right? And so this is one of the things that I tell you guys on a weekly basis that you guys have to get up there. You have to stand up for what you believe in, right? Stand up for what you believe in. Do you think cannabis is good? Stand up for it. If you live in a state and it's not on a ballot and it's not legal, stand up for it. Start the movement. Rico started his movement. He's with Robert. They have a movement going, right? This is a movement across the nation right now. In all 50 states, there's movements. What's going on, sir? I just wanted to just one one point for clarification <laughs> real quick. Psilocybin is still federally illegal and it's a schedule mm -hmm. one substance. And so when it yeah. comes to the choice between psilocybin or cannabis, technically you're making the same choice. You're, you're right. choosing between <laughs> schedule one narcotics. It's just which one do you want to go to and which one are you willing to make that you're using? So, right. I mean, but that's my thing. I they, they don't test me for psilocybin. So that's why I use psilocybin because <laughs> they test they for THC. Test yet. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yet. Yes. Yes. They haven't started testing yet for that. And I don't think they're going to start anytime soon for testing for it, but they will. They will eventually. Not unless it. they watch this episode, homie. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. 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 Absolutely. Man. Well, brothers, I appreciate you hanging out with me on this wonderful day, man, being able to come out and just give your voice out right allowing our community to see hey there's more people like me out there i'm not by myself right there's people who who do i reach out to like i said i'm going to have rico and roberts all their information how to get in contact with them i'll have their field report in the description box however you listen to this if you're on spotify itunes pandora whatever leave me a five-star review so this can hit the algorithm right if you're on YouTube, don't forget to hit that like, subscribe, and share button so this content can get out there, man. I appreciate you guys hanging out with me today and just spreading the great news that you guys have, man. Thank you guys so much for doing this for, with me, man. Likewise, brother. I appreciate it. Let's not let another year go by before we get back on the mic. <laughs> Absolutely yeah? not, right. brother. Absolutely so, not. We'll get it going, man. I appreciate yo, we're it, gonna Robert. Start, we're going to start a, a 1620 lounge over there at the Week for Warrior Project on our Facebook soon, recording live sessions and whatnot. So we're going to have you on over there for our- Let's go, brother. Let's do it, brother. Ah, Let's do it, man. I appreciate it, Robert. I appreciate it, Rico, man. Sure. Remember, guys, Likewise. you are very important, man. You guys are very important. Nobody else can do you what know, you homie. do. Ditto. Don't become a statistic. Don't become a statistic. Don't become a checkbox in the government spreadsheet of who took their life today. You guys are very important, man. Remember, guys, here at the Stone Vet, we got your six.